Well, thanks for watching Lancaster Connects, the show about small business and small charity success here in Lancaster County. The battle on Main Street, the big versus small, David and versus Goliath, not David and Goliath, David versus Goliath. But they were together. Our whole, right, our whole goal here is to bring you the best of what makes Lancaster County so great. So we love it when you watch. We love it when you share the show. We love it when you comment. We love it when you hit the love reaction that helps us out in Zuckerberg world with the algorithm. We appreciate that. And if you comment, we do prizes on the show. So $25 restaurant gift card to a great restaurant in Lancaster County. That's right. That's right. And we even got some gift cards from uh, our guest today from his neck of the woods in the north part of the county. Yes, that's so, right. Yeah. So be sure to uh, put your comments in as we go along here in the show. And that comment could be anything. It could be a hello. It could be it's real easy. A question we don't about make our guest. No, just comment. Any comment. And say how devilish, devilishly handsome I am. You know, it's, it's up to you. Or how the Cowboys embarrassingly lost yesterday, <laughs> right? That would be a good comment. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the Eagles lost too, but that was... That, You're up against... That's a tall task. I the mean, Eagles... So listen, forget who they were playing. The Eagles were playing with house money yesterday. Yes. No, they, they never should have been in the playoffs. They really had no business being in the playoffs. They, I, I saw the stat that they didn't even beat a team with a winning record during the regular season. Or maybe it was didn't beat a playoff team during the regular season. They were you're like right. nine and zero versus everybody else. But yeah, they they you're right. They had no place being there. And and Tom Brady and the and the defending champs, right? That that's a tall task. They've done yes. it before though. They did. Yeah, Tom Brady had his uh, retribution yesterday. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. I, w- I wonder if he shook uh, Jalen Hurts' hand. Probably not. <laughs> Hi, Erica. Erica's a Rod Red K fan. Uh, welcome to the show, Erica. Appreciate you tuning in. Um. And Lena. <laughs> Lena. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Lena. Um, Thank you. But yeah, the Dallas loss was the most Dallas way to lose a Dallas football game. I wasn't. <laughs> it's just fantastic. I wasn't watching, and then I saw all these comments about it, and I was like, oh, I got to see it. So the, um, the the referee, the umpire, right, he has to, he has to yeah, place yeah. the ball. It's, so, the way every, it's the way every play is gone. Right. In football, since time immemorial, and they were trying to rush, they placed the ball themselves. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, know, you can't do that. It's just not the, way was, the rules go. It was more about how poor of a play call that was, right? Because you don't call a run play up the middle with no timeouts, and it was interesting. Yeah, so yeah. it was, it was interesting. As Eagles fans or as Philadelphia fans, it was fitting, right? Yeah, yeah. You might want it any other way. That is a good question. Who's <laughs> going to win the Super Bowl? Um, mm. I think I think you might see some uh, some surprises. I mean, I I, I don't know. Bengals. I th- Bengals are playing good ball. We'll first, see. First playoff win in thirty one years. That's right. I don't know. That's right. Well, we've got a busy week coming up. We've got uh, the Lancaster Home Show is this uh, Friday and Saturday downtown at the Convention Center. So we will be there. Um, we. Uh, We'll be prepping for that this week, and we'll see you if you want to come out and see amazing vendors for your home and home improvement, uh, bedroom improvement. You can come check out our less more, more cuddle uh, sleep systems. There you go. You can register uh, right there. Looks like our producer, Chris, who is, we threw him a curveball, and he hit it out of the park. Crazy. He's bringing up the show. Um, but we'll be there this Friday and Saturday. You can check it out. You know, it's probably one of the first home shows in Lancaster County since two years ago. Yep, that's right. Home shows are back. They are. They are back. And you can catch this podcast, this podcast show on YouTube, on Facebook. What's up, John Arisman? How are you? Uh, I know John's a happy man, uh, having seen the Cowboys lost last night. Right, John? Um, so you can catch this show on YouTube, on Facebook, under the Lancaster Connects banner, under the Gardeners banner. Uh, so that means you can bring it up on your TV if you got a smart TV, which is pretty cool. So that, that sounded kind of sarcastic towards John. Was that was that sarcasm? No, John's an Eagles fan. I'm an oh, Eagles he is. fan. Oh, okay. We right. love I didn't know. Eagles fans love seeing that's right, Eric. Probably Brady will win. Um but we, you know, Eagles fans love seeing right. Dallas lose almost as much as we like seeing our team win. I didn't know if maybe he was a, a Cowboys fan. I just, no. I just didn't know. No. I thought you were like, 
now nudging him a little bit. Now, now those the, I've got I've got Facebook friends that might tune in that deserve some nudging, but <laughs> right. uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, who do we have next week, Ben? Next week we have got the Lancaster Rec joining us, Heather from the Lancaster Rec. Um, we're looking forward to it. Monday at two o'clock. Next Monday, the twenty fourth already. I'll be in Las. I'll be in Las Vegas. You're going to get Ben solo. Oh yeah, solo show. <laughs> it's almost like last week when I decided hey, not Carl. to show up in person, and you know, was Carl. able to tune in from home. Carl's tuning in from Utah. Yes, he is. Carl's a fellow uh, industry friend, checking out what we're doing here on Lancaster Connects to help our community. So, anyhow, uh, let's move on. Let's say hi to Rod Redkay. For the executive director of Real Life Services. Hey, Rod, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Yep. Are you are you a football fan? I am, unfortunately, an Eagles fan. It was depressing yesterday. You know, well, I, I, Cowboys I lost, in. so I'm right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those first two drives. I, I don't. You know, what well, first two drives? Who's the first for, two drives uh, against the Eagles? Like Brady just. Torched the defense twice, and it, it was, was like it was it was awful. But, it was just, you know, the the defense stood up then, and and like, but then the offense couldn't do anything. If they if they could have stuck with that, you know, the, you know, those first couple drives and held them, you know, they might have had the, that energy to uh, to keep in the game. But you know, once Brady just uh, dissected that uh, defense, was just crazy. The, the guy is a genius. He he deserves the goat uh, label. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, I think the, the MVP of Sunday football was the CBS camera crew catching all of the disgruntled and upset Cowboys fans in the stands. That's rich. That was that was just some amazing like <laughs> in the in the annals of cinema photography. It's gone with the wind, and then that. Oh wow. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, it was fantastic. There is there is no place for throwing stuff on the field, right? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, really? No, I, I thought that was what you were talking about. What? No, what, what the CBS see? camera crew was flipping to the stands, and all the Cowboys fans were very upset about uh, their boys. Okay, because I I had heard that after the game, the players are walking off the field, and the fans are throwing stuff on the field towards the players, and then of course. The fans were kind of like, "No, we we're throwing it at the refs," and well, you still want three. <laughs> See, <laughs> so it goes. It, it now goes. Gone with the wind. <laughs> CBS camera crew. Chris Stone from Cast Ahead Productions, <laughs> reliving the number two moment of cinematography history. Uh, I think we just lost all of our cowboy fan. God. <laughs> I welcome you with it's open tough. arms. There's 20, 29 other That's teams. Right. That's right. Anyway, listen, we're excited, Rod, to share all the amazing stuff that you're doing with the community. Um, we'll get back to you here in a minute. We're going to get back to the show, and uh, we'll be we'll be right back with you. All right, hang tight. So I think I think we'll put a bow on the football talk for all of our listeners. Um, we've 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 done it enough. <clears throat> Uh, we do prizes on the show, so we've already got some comments in. So keep throwing those comments in. You'll enter to win a $25 gift card here uh, for a restaurant of your choice. You can, and if you have the chance, uh, if you or if you win, you just come into the store and pick that up. I don't. I just had a hard time saying what I wanted to say there. You got it out. I got it out. I think they understand. Yep, I got it out. It's kind of like we're. we're it's our meeting this morning. We're producing this commercial. Oh, yeah. Great people, great folks. But uh, like I noticed the producer where we're going like line by line, 200 some lines of production. And the producer was saying the words. Now it wasn't in the right order, but he got all the words out in the block. Okay. And I kind of think the way his mind works is so long as all the words in the block get said, it all feels right. It doesn't really matter the order. Yep. Yep. That's for the people putting in, typing it into the teleprompter and for the people reading the teleprompter, that's their job. His job's just to align all the words in the box. That's right. And that's what I just gave you. <laughs> Works. There you go. <laughs> now you know, Lancaster. The more you know, right? Anyhow, uh, sleep better tip for you. So what you got for us? I have uh, this one. I violated this one because I was watching playoff football last night. Mm -hmm. Go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time in the morning. 
bar none, going to help you tremendously. Um, and I'm going to suffer this later in this week because when you don't follow that routine, uh, when you deviate by one hour from your go to bed or especially your wake up in the morning, uh, if you sleep in an hour on the weekend, that's equal to three hours of jet lag. And um, so I'm going out to Las Vegas. So I'll have three hours of jet lag one way and then three hours back. And, and then if your sleep, your sleep routine will definitely be different out there. Well, what are you saying? I like party up in Vegas? No, but it's, it's, you're, you're fitting a lot into a small amount of time. If you think you've got flights. Look, if you think Lancaster Connects Jeff is fun, you need to check out Las Vegas Jeff. <laughs> I've been with Las Vegas Jeff. You're kind of boring out there. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> Las Vegas for me at this point is just, it's really you've just the destination. Been there, what, 40 times, 35 Probably. times? Yeah. 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 So anyhow. it's just, Work hard at the show, maybe eat a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. You're pooped at the end of the day. Yep. 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 All right. Testimonial time. <clears throat> oh, wait, wait. I see. I totally forgot. So, if you want more great sleep tips like that, get your own sleep better book, gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. We will uh, mail you a copy out in mail and get it out to you right away. I know that that works because we get multiple sleep better book requests. Every time we do the show between two and three, it's right. always requests waiting for us. That's right. Testimonial time. Philip. Phil. Is Phil a Philip? Oh, I think he's a Philip. He's an employee here at Gardner's. She got a nice testimonial over the You weekend. should know that. <laughs> this is true. You're the boss. <laughs> you handle that aspect of the I business, do. payroll and all that stuff. Check that out. All right. All right. So Steve was one of our customers, came in uh, on Friday afternoon. Looking for a guest bedroom mattress. Uh, Steve said he had a great experience with Phil. He first listened to our needs and never tried to oversell us. Uh, That is old-time customer service I just don't see much of anymore. It's great that he experienced that here with Phil. And I I think most of our customers experience that with our crew. Um, But it's disappointing that that old-time customer service, actually listening to the customer needs and delivering Mm. those needs, it's unfortunate that it doesn't exist. I wasn't 100% sure where you were going with that for a second, but I like like what you did there. (laughs) I landed the plane. (laughs) So, um, you know, great job. He says, check this place out first, if in the market for betting. So I agree. I agree with Steve. I agree with Steve, too. And we're happy to have Phil. That's to be determined, Phil or Philip. Maybe we'll just put it to a vote and let Phil know he has to change his name. <laughs> yeah. Type Tell it in. Team, team Phil, Team Philip. Type it in. <laughs> Wh- whoever wins, we'll, have to, we'll make him change his name. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like tomfoolery like that around here. That's right. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's our testimonial. That's our sleep better tip, which means it is time to uh, bring Mr. Rod Redkay back on the show. So welcome back, Rod. Did we get enough digs in on? I mean, you know, we kind of sound like salty Eagles fans, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, we were supposed to only have, like, three wins this year. Right. And we'll take what we can get, and uh, anytime we can, um, you know, say a dig or two against the Cowboys is, is, is a great day. I have good friends who are Cowboy fans. If you're listening, uh, sorry, better luck next year. <laughs> Last night, many Cowboys fans fell asleep to this sound. The the calm whirring of the VCR VHS player reels as they relished their last uh, playoff football moment on VCR. <laughs> I, I, I saw last football, I saw a sad stat. Since 1997, Nick Foles has four playoff wins, and the Cowboys have three. So that's actually sad for both sides of the argument because the Eagles have those four, right, that Nick has, and then the Cowboys have three. Playoff wins since 1997. The Eagles have more playoff wins than that. Do they? Yes, I don't know. Yes, maybe, maybe it was incorrect. incorrect. It was it was a, an internet meme. Uh, I, I made incorrect assumption that everything that I see on the it, it is true that Foles has I think four playoff wins, but there's uh, more Eagles playoff wins without Foles. Okay, yeah. Right, so my apologies to just go back to basketball and baseball. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Football is my thing, but Nick Foles still has more than the, the Cowboys. That's I guess that's the point. That is true. <clears throat> At any rate, look, if you're a Cowboys fan and you need a bed, we still love you. I will. 
I'll put on the blue and silver if I need to to sell you a bet. So I'll do that. Anyway, Rod, thank you for joining us. Thanks for participating in our fun. So why don't you share with our listeners and with our watchers how and why Real Life Services began? Yeah, um, there's good questions. Uh, I had a um, big heart uh, to help families in need as I uh, was the uh, son of a single mom uh, in, during my teenage years, um, formative years, and uh, just had um, just a community of people around me who helped me get through difficult times. And uh, I guess in, in uh, 2010, I, I felt that uh, I should uh, look to uh, leave my, uh, my corporate job and, and start a nonprofit to uh, kind of give back to, uh, to the community and help uh, youth and families in need uh, and give them hope and purpose in life. Uh, so I, I took the leap of faith that when I turned 40, uh, that midlife crisis where most men just buy a Harley or a Corvette and move on with life, I quit my career and, and changed careers and started a, uh, a nonprofit uh, from scratch uh, during the, uh, one of the worst uh, financial uh, crisis since the Great Depression. Uh, but I, I had, I'm a man of faith. Uh, I, I, I feel that uh, that was something I was a calling uh, by God for me to uh, to take that step and, uh, and and give back to our community. And I started uh, uh, an organization called Real Youth Ministry uh, back in 2011. I, I quit my career and started that. Uh, and uh, that quickly evolved into not just youth development and caring for young people who desperately need hope, uh, but to actually provide uh social services uh, and care to the entire family and individuals who are in need uh, in our community uh, here in Northern Lancaster County. Yeah. So I'm going to take a little divergence off the, off the script. So I'm a big, big believer in the fact that many people today, this isn't necessarily about, we're not going down the spiritual road per se, but I think, we're so tuned in and plugged in as a society that we don't take the time to unplug enough and listen. Now, whoever you're listening to, we're, that's, we're not going to go there, right? The point is unplug and really like kind of decompress and, and really listen and, and be tuned in to your family, your community, faith, right? So share, if you don't mind, share what that calling was. Like, what were you hearing at the time? What What were the signs you were seeing? Well, so, I, I believe... Quitting a career is a big deal, especially <laughs> at 40, because you're kind of right... You know, if you're in that career, you're you're like over that those hurdles, and now it's upward trajectory. Right, right. Uh, to to put all that in, in into uh, an understanding probably would take more than the time you're giving me here today. Uh, but primarily, it is um, belie believing that there um, that there's a God in heaven that He does care about me, uh, that uh, He revealed Himself to me in a unique way when I was 19 years old, and uh, through a experience, uh, a supernatural experience, uh, I met uh, my my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who in that process uh, brought my dad, who was estranged for nine years, back into my life. And uh, just a, a miracle uh, process that, uh, you know, would take a lot, a while to, to unravel. But seeing that and understanding that there is a God who cares, that means he, you better know who he is and what he wants you to do, and you better be able to hear his voice and obey. And I just felt that you know, that was a process in my life to start looking at my life, not as my own, but as a servant uh, to, a, to a higher God who uh, cares about me and wants the best for me and wants me to impact others and make a difference in other people's lives and uh, help those who are helpless uh, to um, help the least of these, if you will, uh, and uh, making that real in my life. And when I turned 40, um, Long story, but I, I heard this voice in my head said, Rod, I want you to quit your job uh, and start this nonprofit, uh, and uh, I will show you the rest. And um, the rest is history. It's just unbelievable uh, what uh, I, you know, I got myself into, uh, not only find, uh, 
um, starting this nonprofit and, and helping uh, so many people in need, but how successful it has become. And then also to go on and, and be mayor of my town of Denver uh, and serving that this community uh, for the last eight years as mayor. Uh, it's just been incredible, incredible ride, incredible journey. Yeah. Yeah. No question. That's, that's um, a leap. No question. And, and a lot of trust as well. Um, you, you talked about helping the helpless. How do you define that? What, what, what are the needs and, and how does your service help them? Yeah, so our organization has uh, kind of, again, evolved over the years to, uh, to really uh, see the need in our community and try and address those needs. In, in 2015, we did a needs assessment uh, of our community and uh, we kind of asked the question, you know, what, uh, what makes a community great? And what are the barriers that are preventing our community from being great? And what can we do to overcome those barriers? And in that process, we determined that uh, our community here in Northern Lancaster County, primarily the Calico School District, uh, is need of, was in need of five things. Uh, there's need of uh, affordable housing. Uh, there's need of affordable health care, including behavioral health. There's need for affordable dental care. Uh, there's a need for a social service office in downtown Denver borough where the epicenter of the need is. And uh, there's a need for public transportation because up here in Northern Lancaster County, uh, we don't see a bus. <laughs> we don't know what that is. Uh, so uh, we went through this process as an organization and uh, kind of rallied the community, if you will, uh, to uh, address those needs in a very unique uh, and extraordinary way. Yeah. So 2015, seven years ago, um, what inroads have you made on those top five needs? Like, what are some of the big successes? So, what the biggest success we we have uh, incurred uh, is uh, in the process of taking an old building, the old Denver House uh, that uh, was built back in 1863, uh, and it was the hallmark of Denver. It was the most beautiful building, most beautiful structure, three stories, 22 unit hotel bar. It was uh, the the place where the uh, the train would stop and pe- folks would get off the the train cars and come in and have uh, dinner and have a bed and get up in the morning have breakfast jump on the train and take off. Um, over the years, no, unfortunately, it's become it was more blighted. Um, it became a boarding house uh, and became drug infested. Unfortunately, nefarious activities, highest police call volume in our community. Uh, it was a very deplorable uh, place to to be and to live, and that was in the center of our business district here in Denver Borough. And as mayor, uh, I just felt that there's there's got to be a better better place, a better purpose for that uh, building. Again, a, a long story, a, 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 a God moment again happened in 2014, 2015, uh, and and led us to that place where we as an organization partnered with LHOP, Lancaster Housing Opportunity Partnership, now tenfold uh, in Lancaster, uh, and um, the Welsh Mountain Health Centers, which is now uh, Union Community Care. And uh, we partnered together to uh, acquire uh, this old Denver house, this old blighted building, uh, and uh, restore it. And uh, the intent was to uh, take this old building and convert it into affordable housing uh, with our social service office and medical center and, and things that can help the community. Um, long process, long story, but it's just incredible uh, to see. We thought we were going to start with renovating this old building uh, with for $1.7 million. Uh, We thought I could do that. I can make that happen. Uh, but once we got acquired the building, uh, the, the, the conditions were so deplorable. Uh, there, 8,500 square feet of the building, there wasn't a square inch of that building that didn't have garbage and debris in there. We uh, rallied the community, had over 225 volunteers give over 2,000 hours of their time, and we removed 26 containers full of garbage and debris uh, from that building with the intent to renovate it. Unfortunately, that after cleaning it up and removing some of the interior uh, uh, walls and things, we found that there are some structural deficiencies there, too many to count. So unfortunately, we had to make that tough decision in, uh, to instead of renovating, to uh, tear it down and completely rebuild it. So it went from $1.7 million to $3.5 million total rebuild. Uh, where there you go, oh my God, these great girls, amazing. Um, and we we built this building, um, and uh, we raised the, the three and a half million dollars in in two in, in two years uh, time. And it was just for a small community uh, was just an, an unbelievable, um, amazing story uh, to uh, to see everything come together as it did. So 
We now have a, a building that has uh, 10 affordable apartments uh, for families uh, who are in need. Uh, has uh, We have our, our offices here where we meet with uh, folks in our community who are in need, need uh, social services, need help. Uh, we connect them. We're a hub of services to those who are in need. And then we have, uh, the, again, Union Community Care uh, that, that um, has their uh, medical care, dental care, behavioral health counseling services uh, as well. And uh, we had some extra space. We were able to add a little grocery store in the front of the building for uh, our community downtown. So adding a grocery store in our community for the first time in decades was an amazing asset. Um, you see on the screen there is uh, Kalisha, uh, which is the amazing story of transformation uh, of a uh, woman, a young woman with uh, a mother of two uh, who uh, had an idea to get out of um, the hustle and bustle of New York and move to Lancaster County uh, while living here with her twin daughters, age six, uh, in an apartment, having a job, uh, girls going to school. Uh, she suffered a, a major heart attack. Uh, and uh, she uh, let, led her to lose her job, which led her to lose her apartment, uh, which made her homeless. Uh, and we had the opportunity because of our connections uh, and relationships that we built. And the, um, we have a property uh, that we own across the street from the, the uh, Declaration House uh, called the Glory House, which is a transitional home for moms coming out of homelessness. Uh, Kalisha was able to stay there and live there uh, for a year uh, while she uh, recovered from her heart attack. While there, three months in, she suffered an, another massive heart attack uh, where she had to be hospitalized for three months. Uh, we were able to, because of the generosity of our folks uh, and the, um, the, the person who was overseeing that program uh, was a mother whose uh, daughter, just her youngest daughter just moved out, went to college. She was able to provide a home for those twin girls uh, for three months while mom was in uh, the hospital recovering. And uh, from there, uh, she was able to uh, be one of the first tenants to move into our declaration house uh, where she was able to uh, have a home of her own, a stable home, uh, and be able to get uh, the help that she needed. And her daughters are able to uh, get into Milton Hershey School where they're going to be cared for until mom is able to uh, get a heart transplant. She's on the list. Uh, any day now she could be called and, and, uh, and, and receive a new heart and be able to get on with her life. Just incredible story. Just to give them one, one uh, example of transformation and, and helping uh, someone. Yeah, I mean, just talk about the community coming together to, you know, really kind of use what you put in motion. Uh, just really incredible. Um, it really is. Yeah, talk about, you know, you, you touched on that you added um, a little grocery store. I mean, I know the lay of the land in your neighborhood. I was a, I was a Denver Reamstown kid. I shared with you in the pre-show. I used to skateboard around the Denver house. Uh, actually, the uh, the aerial video of the Declaration House, if you look up the street there past the feed mill, uh, my mother is a single mother at that time in, in our lives. I was out of high school at this point. She lived just up the street from there um, with my youngest sister. But um, uh, the, the grocery store, that's important because up that way, uh, in, in the town of Denver, there is, there's not a grocery store. There's Turkey Hill right beside. Turkey Hill's right next door. That's the only thing, a convenience store, which, you know, great shout out to Turkey Hill uh, providing their, you know, their, their resource, but uh, a grocery store, you know, and a, an affordable grocery store that, you know, that's uh, with Willow Creek discount grocery. Uh, they, they put a deli in there. So uh, you, you have access to meats and cheeses and uh, the best sandwiches. And there you go. And, uh, and it, they have all the basics that you need. Uh, if you run out of something, it's a quick run down down the street. Uh, you don't have to drive to Ephrata or you know over to uh, Weaver's Market or something like that to get something. It's literally uh, within minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's in that part of town, part of our county. It's, it's things like this are not just not around the corner. Um, you know, and, it, and it's interesting. Um, thank you, John, for commenting. And Takesha, we've gotten some comments coming in. Appreciate you watching the show. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. The issues that you share, 
that go on in northern Lancaster County are really the same issues that happen in Lancaster City. Um, Much smaller scale. Right. But it, it, it just shows that need is everywhere. Right. And, you know, for people listening, they really, you know, need to be aware of that. And if they're able to help, they should. Um, so we've talked about a couple success stories. Um, talk, share more about those you work with and how you help them. If the, you know, depending on their financial situation, will you help anybody? Sure. Talk about how you affect uh, the mission and the help that you, that you offer. Well, the, our mission statement is connecting the community to hope. And uh, we, we know that there's a lot of people who uh, suffer from food insecurity, who suffer from homelessness. Uh, we are, our goal is to find a connection. Our, our goal is to see how we can connect them to a place where they can get the help, whether we have access to that or, or we connect them with an organization that has access. Uh, we value collaboration. We know we can't do it all but we see ourselves as a hub uh, to our community. And one aspect of that is food insecurity. Uh, we have our warehouse 916, uh, which uh, if you go on our website, you can see the, the webpage. That is an old uh, warehouse behind the Declaration House that we also acquired uh, during uh, the height of COVID in 2020. And we renovated that building because we knew that we needed to get uh, food here locally to more people who are in need. And uh, we just saw the community, again, rally together uh, to provide a place where we can have a full functioning uh, client choice option where folks can come in and they can shop and they get the food that they need uh, with, um, you know, again, without any cash, without any money, we want to provide that for them, but we do it in a way that uh, is, is helps them to help themselves. And that is that uh, they can come in and get food, um, but they have to, you know, meet with our social worker. They, they, they encourage to come to our programs so it's kind of a merit-based thing where we offer uh, what we call real bucks uh, to uh, that they can earn uh, to shop at the store. So they can count, they can go to a uh, AA meeting that meets at our uh, our Lighthouse Youth uh, Community Center uh, every Monday night. They can go to a, a Thinking Thursdays program every Thursday night uh, there at our, our community center where they can learn more about uh, mental health. They can learn more about how to better themselves. Uh, how to become a better parent. They can uh, and join in and, and learn more about being financially free and, and financial literacy uh, classes. So there's so many things that they can part, uh, participate with, as well as uh, they can go to school functions. If they go to the Cocalico event, that, uh, like a parent-teachers conference, uh, they can earn bucks there. They can go to the um, library and uh, earn bucks that way too. So that's the way that they can get uh, the food we also have Power Packs Project, which we partner with in Lancaster. Again, to talk about collaborations. I'm sure you know them well. Uh, we're their Cocalico affiliates, and uh, we have families that are uh, with children in school uh, that participate there every single week. Uh, they come out and they get a box of food, just like you see on the screen, uh, along with meat source, uh, milk, eggs every week, uh, produce option as well, uh, so they can get the food that they need. And then also a recipe uh, that they can try new meals and, and try new things and see if they like it and add those recipes to a book that they you know, they have. So those are the things that we have. And, and the client choice option has been incredible to that. So they can come in once a month and shop for whatever they need. It's been great. Uh, there's a picture of the, uh, of the warehouse. Again, used to be an old butcher shop. Uh, Reber's Butcher Shop. That's, uh, <laughs> what was Luke the name Royer. of the butcher shop? Sorry. Originally, I think it was Reber's, but Lukey Royer uh, owned that. Uh, okay. Yeah. That everyone knows Lukey Royer. And uh, he, uh, you know, again, we, we more recently was just a warehouse for storage, and uh, we were able to acquire that and, and renovate it. So just a beautiful uh, opportunity, again, to, to provide that, that care, that need that families have in our community. Um, we, uh, also, you know, with uh, you know, our connection with uh, social services, uh, we partnered with the Effort of Public Library to form the Northern Lancaster Hub, uh, which uh, we um, are probably familiar with the United Way of Lancaster and their focus on collaboration and their collective impact uh, project grant we applied for and we won. 
which gave us some resources, financial resources there, uh, along with 20 other nonprofit organizations uh, in the in the community to focus on Northern Lancaster County uh, to uh, address homelessness and poverty here. Uh, and that just opened up a world of opportunity where we're able to connect with where we were not able to before. So many resources came. From that uh, money that we got from United Way, we started the bus service just uh, with Everett Area Social Services. Uh, they used that money to, uh, to provide that bus service. That is one of the things that we desperately needed. As I mentioned before, we can't do it alone. We collaborate, even with other social service organizations in the community. Uh, we saw that they're doing uh, transportation. Uh, why not? So they were able to get the funding to support a, a bus service from Denver to Ephrata Public Library four times a day, five days a week, and get this, guys, free. It's free to run in the bus. It doesn't cost you a dime uh, to ride the bus and to get to places that you need. And Everett Public Library, there is a Red Rose Transit bus where you can pay to drive into Lancaster or get wherever else you need to go. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, our friend Penny uh, Talbert from the library, we had her on last year and she talked about the uh, Northern Lancaster Hub. And you also mentioned uh, Brad from Power Packs. We had Brad on two or three weeks ago. Um, and, if, I, uh, if I had a quizzical look on my face, I was trying to recall Brad's name. I, Kevin Ressler's name keep, kept coming to mind, but Kevin Ressler is, of course, with United Way. And, you know, we've been on this run of having great charities on. So they kind of run together a little bit. Yep. I like the fact um, how you tie the give to um, self-sustaining is the word that comes to mind. It might not be the right phrase. Other but, opportunities. But I, but I like how you, you tie the hand up to let us help you support your efforts, your forward momentum in life. Well, it gives them a sense of respect and dignity uh, that uh, everyone wants, uh, you know, and so that's our goal. You know, if if you want to help yourself, we're going to help you every step of the way. When someone meets with our social worker, you know, uh, Chris Hibbert, our social worker is, I call her a rock star because she does not like the limelight at all. Uh, she just works behind the scenes uh, here, but she meets with every single one of our participants and, and clients, gets them the help that they need uh, every time, makes referrals, helps. Um, we, we have a our, our own funds that we're able to um, provide uh, You know, if there's a need uh, for them to stay in their home, to get it out of, off the streets. Uh, into a, an apartment, into even, I mean, if it's, even if it's just short term, uh, it, into a motel where they're able to, you know, have a warm, safe place, especially nowadays, right? Uh, a warm, safe place where they are safe uh, and uh, we can, gives us more time to get them the, the help that they need to get them into, uh, you know, a homeless shelter like in Ephrata that our good friends at, at Good Samaritan Services are doing. Uh, Nate Hoffer, if you haven't met with him yet, that's another one that you, you really need to meet and talk to. Uh, they're doing incredible things there with homelessness in, in Ephrata, Northern Lancaster County. And we're just, again, grateful and honored to partner with them. Uh, it's all about collaboration, gentlemen, if I haven't said that enough. Uh, we can't do this alone. We are stronger together and together we can seriously make a difference uh, and uh, change lives and, and transform our community. Yeah. Rod, um, you obviously have a staff there, um, likely paid staff, um, might have volunteers that help out. Tell us more about your staff and, and your volunteers. So the, the staff started with me uh, as uh, first as volunteer, then as a, as a paid part-time staff and uh, became uh, full-time in, in 2004. 15, I believe it was. Um, and then we slowly onboarded more staff. We now have nine uh, staff. I think there's a picture uh, of our staff there. That's Sunny Red Casey on the screen. Uh, same name. Yeah, same family. That's my wife. Uh, she has a uh, uh, amazing uh, talk about someone who's organized. Uh, she is incredible. Uh, organizing not only my life, but our organization. Uh, our, our organization uh, just expanded exponentially when she came on in 2018 and was incredible. See the picture of our staff there. Uh, we, we are just, there's nine of us now. Um, there's three of us that are full-time there in the center. Uh, and then the others are part-time uh, that are able to help us out uh, with us, with our, our staff, with our organization uh, and, our, and our families who are in need. Um, it's just been incredible. Uh, one, uh, I'll, I'll point out because they're all great, but uh, I, one that uh, we have on our team, Deanne Sherman, 
uh, and she's on the far left uh, of the screen. Uh, she has been um, just an incredible working with families. She actually is employed by CAP Community Action Partnership, part, uh, that uh, she is uh, our early learning mentor. She works with CAP's Parent as Teacher program that actually uh, helps families with young children under the age of three, uh, coach, uh, helping the, the parents train their children to prepare them for kindergarten ready to learn. Uh, and it's, again, another great resource, get, getting that information that, that uh, young families need, uh, young parents need to uh, prepare their children uh, has been incredible. And just to see these uh, uh, these parents, these moms with their with their children and reading books and, and uh, getting out there and getting involved in the community has been a great uh, aspect of it as well. Uh, there's something about connectedness that's important. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just love the little girl with the heart on her shirt with the peace sign. I love her. She's just vibing. Love it. Yeah, uh, it's adorable. adorable. Looks like she's just got all the energy in the world, which is great. I mean, they probably all have all the energy in the world, but, well, uh, you know, again, special. I, special photo there you know jeff you probably like me i have a heart but i just don't know how you know so who you know that that's the best part is that we don't have to figure it all out uh we can partner with those who do know it who do know how to do it right and cap is one of those who know how to do it right and the other partner we uh, with that earlier mentor is our cocalico school district uh i would be remiss not to mention them because they are incredible uh, partner in this as well, not only for funding that role, uh, but also to give access to um, resources there and and help uh, Deanne to get the, the the children ready for kindergarten so that they all can be cohesive in raising these young uh, young minds up to prepare them for school and get them ready. It's been an incredible story. Um, incredible journey there as well. And, and, uh, we have, we, she's only part-time. We, 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 we're ready, I think soon to have another person come in and because there's so much need there, uh, to train young parents. It's been, it's been great. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. You touched on the, the homelessness aspect of things. And again, I, I think a lot of people watching don't think of Ephrata, Denver, Rainstown, that Northern tier of the County as having a homeless problem. Right, it, it's it's a bedroom community, a lot of single family homes. You know, you don't. We're the we're the garden spot of America, man. We're the we're the heart of it. There should be anyone in need, uh, whether food insecurity or, or housing. We we Lancaster County gives more uh, per capita than any other county in the nation, and I could be corrected, but I, I believe that's right uh, because of our heart and the generosity of our community. Uh, we we just see that and. Homelessness is different here in the in rural Lancaster County than you would see in the cities. There's no doubt about it. You're not going to see many people sitting on the sidewalk begging for food or or, or money or something. But they are here. Uh, they're they're living in motels. Uh, we have several motels. Uh, there's 50 individuals uh, at any given time in motels that are homeless, just living out of a motel uh, in our in our community. There is uh, they they're. They're couch surfing. They're they're living with families. They're living with friends in their basements and their garages, different places, and they're just not able to afford or be able to get a home of their own. A lot of it is because of the housing crisis that we all know and, and are experiencing. Uh, they can't compete because their credit score is not up there to the level that others would have, and they just are overlooked constantly. They don't have the first and last month's rent always saved up. We're week to week, right? Uh, you know. That, that is what they're struggling to, to find, even if they had a job, uh, even if they're, they're working, they just don't have the ability to, to get those things that they need. On top of that, there's so many needs uh, with mental health. So there's so many needs with disabilities that they don't have access to or no one's helping them connect to those resources uh, that are count in our county, in, in our state. Uh, who can help. They just need someone who can walk them through and navigate those social service waters. Yeah. Are um, most of the people that you help, are they referred to you or do you have ways to go out and find people or how can they find you? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, there's many different ways. Word of mouth is most of it. Uh, we, we, uh, being faith-based, we partner with our churches in our, in our communities. Uh, so we get a lot of referrals from churches uh, that, that call in and say, Hey, someone just called me. Uh, they said they need help. I directed them to you. So 
we're able to um, get them help. Uh, also, the municipalities. We have a number of municipalities that call us and say, "Hey, someone's going to be um, have the water turned off, or you know, the, the utilities. We, you know, they they need help. Someone's short of oil. Uh, they, they, you know, they mentioned so they refer uh, them to us. And uh, we we again, we're going to meet with everyone that comes to us. Uh, and if we are able to provide a, a benefit, a um, benevolence to them, we will. If not, we refer them to other organizations and resources that are available. One specifically is like the ERAP, the Emergency Rental Assistance Program in the county. Uh, it's using the Federal CARES Act monies that are able to help those who are uh, going about to lose their uh, their home uh, because of COVID for whatever reason. Uh, we, we were able to touch so many lives because of that uh, and help them stay in their, in their apartments to uh, keep them in their home so they're not stuck on the street. So we're not going back and trying to spend numerous amounts more resources to try and get them back into an apartment at home of their own. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you touched on something uh, about folks that you help having a, a level of pride, which is great, right? Yeah, it's, it, have you, have you ever had folks that just almost out of pride do not come because there's, I don't know, fear is the right word. Pridefulness obviously is the word, but like, what would you say to folks that may might catch wind or might be referred who just say, you know what, I'm going to tough this out. Uh, how, how, like they're going to be welcomed with open arms, but not in a, not in a way where they just feel terrible. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's something that we respect uh, you know, their dignity as well and, and understand that they're, I mean, if you just go into our, our, uh, our warehouse, it doesn't look like a warehouse, it looks like a grocery store. It, it, it's a place where, you know, that they don't feel like they're second class. They don't feel like they're, they're not important. Uh, our goal is to make sure that they feel valued, uh, that they feel appreciated, acknowledged. There's so many people that in our area anyway, that uh, just brought up with values that uh, the old, uh, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch rugged individualism, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fight it out. I'll, I'll figure a way out myself. Uh, just at times, it just isn't enough. And, you know, we're here, we're realizing that, you know what, there's going to be times, there's going to be seasons where it's going to be tough. Uh, especially young families. Look, this is going to be tough to get back, uh, and especially with, uh, you know, the way the economy has been. Uh, it's just been incredible. So we understand that. And we're trying to say, look, if you're in need, come to us. You know, no one's going to judge you. No one's going to think any less of you. Uh, you know, we are very careful, um, you know, not to, you know, share with the world who you are. You're like, we don't do that. Uh, the only people that you, we talk about are the people that have told us it's okay to share their stories, like Felicia's. Uh, you know, we we understand uh, what's, uh, what is happening in their world, and we don't want to add any more attention uh, to that. But we don't, we don't want them to go without, we, especially if they have children. We don't want the children to go without. We want them to get all the resources and, and, and opportunities for them uh, to uh, be self-sustaining, to succeed in life. And sometimes... You're gonna have to get the help from others, which is yeah. I well, I mean, I was I was as as a young man at 14, I was one of those prideful people, I guess you could say, Cocalico School District, you know, gave the help to get lunch tickets for our family. Uh, you know, but the pride for me came in, and I forget the color scheme, but you were you, you knew your friends, your peers knew you were on assistance if it was if you had the yellow ticket or the blue ticket. I forget which way it went. You know, the, the regular pay was blue, the assistance was yellow or vice versa. Well, I go and I'm like two weeks in and I don't, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like the way my peers are looking at me. And I said, enough of this. I went and got a job at Zen's Diner washing dishes and just to pay for my lunch because I wasn't going to be made to feel that way because I didn't, I, I it didn't, it wasn't a good feeling. And I'm not saying it was intentional. But, I, but that's why I wanted to touch on it, because I want folks listening to know for people that are in need, it's not out of necessarily laziness. It's out of circumstance. And more often than not, it's out of control. And you and the great organizations that you work with and partner with, if you can kind of step in there and... Uh, provide control and the assist, assist ability for people to take control back 
that's where real life really comes into play, right? It's that connection to hope. Exactly, exactly. And that's where we see uh, so many uh, of our uh, families that uh, we participate with who are, are guests here at the Declaration House who are living here, giving them the hope and opportunity, you know, to uh, to get a better life, to, you know, to, to get uh, the help that they need. And talk about volunteers very quick. I, I'd be amiss not to say, mention uh, we have almost 100 volunteers who have signed up with us and uh, who have turned in their uh, all their uh, credentials and their uh, child abuse and their uh, background checks so that they can be a part of uh, what's happening here, a part of the transformation that's occurring in Northern Lancaster County. And uh, it's been amazing to see these volunteers who selflessly give their time and their energy and their talents to, to help uh, in so many ways. And, and, you know, not just at our food distribution center, uh, but at, at our, uh, our youth development programs at, um, the different uh, events that we have. And uh, we, we're starting a Young at Heart program where it's uh, for seniors, uh, giving them a place to connect together in the community, uh, being a part of our Cocalico Cares, which is a communities that care model, bringing leaders across from all 12 sectors of society to address uh, issues like um, like addiction and connectedness in their community. So there's many different ways. Uh, we even have a uh, rapid response team that uh, are on, uh, on on dial if there's ever a need, uh, which we had uh, you know several times. A mom uh, car broke down in the middle of nowhere, needs help uh, to get her car back up and running and to uh, be able to send that text out to someone who's able to come at, at a moment's notice and and help change a tire, you know, replace a wheel, whatever it might be, uh, in, in a, and fix a furnace, whatever it might be to help uh, a family stay uh, in their home, stay and not get caught up in that uh, whirlpool of poverty uh, that happens so often. Yeah. Rod, what are, um, what are some other ways that the Lancaster Connects community can support real-life community services? Um, I'm guessing financially would be welcomed. Financially, um, yes. I mean, like, we, we uh, you know, uh, 100% of our, um, uh, of our resources, you know, come uh, through um, individuals, families, businesses in, in the community to cover our operation expenses. Uh, the great thing is the, the Declaration House, uh, the way we have it set up is self-sustaining. Uh, but our, our social services is not, our operations is not. So uh, we, we rely on the, the gifts of uh, our community uh, businesses and individuals uh, in, in our community. And you can go on our website and, uh, and, go, and click on the give button. Uh, you can also volunteer. And, and that's uh, if you go in there and you go to um, our volunteer get connected uh, button, you can click on there to fill out the volunteer application. And uh, that'll help you, uh, you know, get signed up and be ready to uh, uh, volunteer uh, in one of our many, many programs that we offer uh, to families in our community. Or even even just other goods. Um, do, you, do you accept those types of donations as well? Yeah, absolutely. For, we, we have our, our, our first Friday food drive. Uh, every first Friday of the month, uh, you can come out and drop off food items, non-perishable items, uh, personal care items uh, at our warehouse from three to five every Friday afternoon uh, to uh, you know to give there as well. Um, so that's or anytime during the during the month. It's not it doesn't have to be that's two hours, but uh, you can always drop it off in our in our offices. But uh, every month there's a different focus. Uh, need uh, and you can go into our website and, and check that out. Like you see there, uh, you touched on one thing as we as we look to wrap up our time together. Uh, you talked about getting volunteers getting clearances and background checks. Um, if you're listening, if you're watching, please don't let that um, prevent you from volunteering. Uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm guessing uh, real life. You know, you have it, it's easy, it's streamlined, and for your volunteers, there's probably if I'm correct, there's probably no expense to that either. Right, right. There's no absolutely no expense. The onboarding is simple, easy. In fact, uh, if you go in our volunteer application, it, it, it takes you step by step how to actually, if you don't have your clearances, how to get your clearances. Uh, you just click the button and you can add your clearances. doesn't take long, doesn't cost a dime uh, for any of our volunteers to get onboarded. You want to volunteer for one time. You just want to try us out. You want to help out at one of our fundraising events. We have a food stand, uh, real icy treats at the Denver Fair. Hey, how about that, Jeff? Yeah, right? uh, Denver I remember Fair. the Denver Fair. Uh, 
That's the good time. So we, we, we get involved in the community, but you know, you want to come out and try us out, you know, fine, come on out. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get you, get you connected there. See if you like it and, uh, and help you, uh, get through the application process if you need any help. Uh, but we're just blessed. We really are to have this community that cares. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We have a generous community here and uh, they, they just really love to serve and give back. And we just happen to have the honor uh, and, and be blessed to be that, that vehicle for, for many people to do that. And, and I see it every day and I'm humbled uh, to be in this position because it's, it's not me. It's, it's everybody out there. Uh, we just happen to have the vehicle to help. Well, I appreciate you joining us, uh, taking the time. Thank you for being that lightning rod for change. Uh, way back. Um, did you did you say lightning rod? I, yeah, I know. I, as I said it, I realized it, it really, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, but we can, all, Ooh, uh, we can all, we can all giggle about it. Sure. But no, seriously, uh, you know, if you, if you hadn't decided to be the change you wanted to see in the world, uh, we wouldn't be here today. All the great people that you've helped along the way and to come uh, wouldn't benefit. So thank you. Great. I like the tag. I think it's something they'll start with uh, lightning rod for change. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so this is, if you're watching, if you're listening, this is your last chance to get your comments in. We're going to get uh, our producer to fire up the prizolator to draw the gift card. Uh, and I'm going to let Ben, since I did a lot of the talking on this one, um, I'm gonna let Ben handle the uh, connection cocktail uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yes. as uh, as we get the prizolator fired up. Rod, we're going to get deeply personal here the connection cocktail all right so what annual event do you like to go to in lancaster and this can be this could be uh, you know self-serving oh really so, <laughs> sorry i have to be uh for many reasons but the denver fair as is, is always uh my my go-to every year um, Denver Fair is the best, and uh, I might be partial uh, being the mayor yeah, of Denver. I would never... Yeah, the mayor of Denver can't say, well, I love the Effort Affair. <laughs> right. they're... Effort Affair is great. I'm there every year as well. Uh, my great colleague over there, Ralph Moen, is great mayor as well. I, I think he's been uh, mayor there longer than I am uh, around here for sure. There you go. Great guy. Love to there you go. Well, you're the first person to say the Denver Fair, so that's awesome. All right. Good. Uh, there you go. Lifelong Lancaster resident, are you? So lifelong with an asterisk, uh, one year in Punxsutawney, of all places. Uh, I did spend one year in Punxsutawney hanging out with Groundhog. Great experience working with you know, uh, the um, Salvation Army there, but uh, came back and uh, yeah, love, love, love Lancaster. Uh, wouldn't be anywhere yep, else. So Two questions after that. What part of Lancaster do you impart on Lancaster or on friends and family that might be from out of town? Sorry, what was the question? What part of Lancaster? Do you impart on friends and family? Uh, like, say you have friends coming in to visit. Uh, what What do you like to share they, about Lancaster? Oh, my goodness. They, they have got to go to Sight and Sound. Uh, I think that is better than Broadway. Uh, if you've not been there, it's just an incredible, incredible um live theater that you wouldn't you would never want to miss uh that's refreshing mountain camp uh as well the adventure center if you guys have gone ziplining uh that is the place to do it it's fantastic uh and uh i just love love that place to get away they have cabins and things like that uh, for families and large groups small group settings as well uh, a lot of fun there i would definitely recommend as well uh don't forget uh you know let uh you know uh, best small town in america but uh uh, I think, um, you know, those are the places I would definitely uh, recommend, uh, as well as obviously Denver and downtown Denver, which is uh, uh, developing and, and, and thriving. Yeah. All right. And then if you're taking those friends to a convenience store, are you taking them to Turkey Hill? Sheets? Absolutely. Where well, else would you go? I don't even have to finish. It's Turkey Hill. I, you know, I was, I was going to say, Rod, you know, this, the, you, you jumped in with Turkey Hill because it's like right there. But we could have used this as a moment to woo for development, a Wawa <laughs> or a Sheets. Right. In, in we would not be against uh, seeing a, a Wawa or Sheets uh, or other uh, convenience store out in the uh, East Cocalico area. That would be fantastic. We'll get them on the horn. That yeah. corner of... Uh, the, the corner there across well, from, uh, uh, well, I call it Riviera Pizza. I don't even know if it's called that anymore. Yeah. Actually, um, that is now 7-Eleven. 
That they seven eleven just okay. bought them out. There you go. There you go. Yep. Thanks Very for good. playing along with stuff. Hey, it's great. Uh, Jeff, Ben, you guys are fantastic. Yeah. Great. Keep up the good work. And uh, I feel like I'm going to sleep better tonight. Well, you should. You should. <laughs> and we're going to make a donation. We'll do that after the show. See, you got it right there on the website. So we'll make a donation to you uh, to help support the cause. All right. Yep. Wonderful. Thank you again, gentlemen. Should we, Have should a wonderful we spend day. The prize later with yeah, the- we'll do the We'll do the prize later. So this is always fun uh, in merriment. And, you know, sometimes like it looks like a train wreck because of the way prize contest rules are uh the prize later sometimes works sometimes doesn't we'll see see it doesn't work here we can't win our own gift card my my aunt is on there my aunt karen commented thanks for watching aunt karen and karen is a and erica is our winner erica congratulations erica congratulations erica do you know erica rod yes i do Fantastic. Good. Good to see you well, Erica, uh, anytime uh, you would like to stop in and collect your gift card, just do so. We're open seven days a week. All right. Well, Rod, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, if you have a business or a charity uh, that you'd like to have on the show, go to Lancaster Connects, LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. Fill out the form and we'll uh, connect to uh, get you a spot here on the show. You can always watch this show, whether it's uh, on video or on audio, on all the podcast players. You can watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook, on the Gardeners or Lancaster Connects channels. We're live every Monday at two o'clock. Rod, thank you again for joining us and we'll see you all next week. Thanks. See you, everybody.